Hi, this is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. You know, recently within a lot of businesses, there's a lot of different, you might say, keywords or words that are being thrown around. And one of them that I've heard is about impact sourcing. You know, impact sourcing is part of the business process of outsourcing. And it looks at how a company can employ socially or economically disadvantaged employees as their principal workers. So impact sourcing is essentially about a company looking to make a difference or impact to help alleviate poverty. You know, this is really important because, you know, from a company's standpoint, you know, what do you do to have some social responsibility? What do you do to be able to say, I'm going to have an impact sourcing or that I'm going to source my products in such a way that I can somehow make a difference in the world and help the world become a better place. For example, at Medoro, our own company here, we design, develop, and manufacture home furnishings. But we also seek to work with companies that employ women or are owned or operated by women. Yeah, it's not always perfect. We're not always able to do it. There are sometimes products that we need that that doesn't happen. But wherever we can, we try to work companies that are operated or owned by women. We also seek to find people who are stakeholders, you know, like for smaller scale businesses. And I can tell you firsthand, there's a lot of problems that can go along with this. You know, sometimes working with a smaller business can be much more difficult than working with a larger business. But at the same time, we are somehow making a difference and we are making an impact. You know, we do this because we feel that it can significantly impact our sourcing development, you know, for our business model, that we want this to be part of our business model to make a difference. So impact sourcing is really about companies looking at how do we find you know, workers from poor, vulnerable, or underutilized communities and having them perform you know, lower or moderate skill work. You know, how do we build people up? How do we teach them? How do we get them to become you know, better employees? And how do we help them to be able to alleviate poverty? Impact sourcing has been shown it can help with some poverty alleviation. It's one of the tools that can help with poverty. In other words, there's that old saying that says, you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. You teach him how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. And that's kind of the essence of what impact sourcing is about. That in other words, you don't just give someone money and say, here's something for you to eat today. In other words, you say, here's a job and we're going to help you to be able to improve your skills so you can become better at this job so that you can be able to have the income that you need to be able to buy your own food. It's really goes down to a lot about human dignity, how to be able to help individuals that are marginalized in society to be able to earn a living and to be able to pay their own way in society. You know, recent studies indicated that with proper impact sourcing, many employees in this lower and vulnerable class have seen income increases of anywhere from 40 to 200%. You know, this, of course, has a massive impact on their families and their daily lives. You know, for many of these families, it can become a difference as to whether or not, you know, they have a place to live or can send their children to school. And this is especially true in many of the third world countries, you know, such as places as in um, some places in Asia or in Africa, where it can make a difference as to whether or not the children are able to be in school because the parent has a job. You know, for many of these families, when they live below the poverty line, um, they need their children to be able to work so that they can simply be able to afford, you know, some of the essential things of life. 
Impact sourcing can help with this. And since if the parent can receive some training and get a higher paid job, they can also help support their families better. Their children can also continue to attend school and get an education. I know that now there are several groups that are, you know, in Africa, and one of the main focuses that they're trying to do in Africa is not only to educate, you know, many people in Africa, but also at the same time is to be able to educate them in jobs that can be done remotely, such as, you know, maybe some um, tech jobs or, or other things. And this, you know, I believe in the next 10 years will have a huge impact on some continents like Africa. I know that it's already, you know, it had an impact on places like India, uh, places like uh, Philippines, where, you know, there, there are many people are working remote jobs. You know, so it's, it's really be, been able to help to bring an economy and money into these economies, you know, where, where, you know, these people would not have had them before. You know, impact sourcing can help, you know, you know, basically is able to help. That's part of what impact sourcing is. You know, how do I be able to help some of these communities and bring them in to, to my workforce? For example, I saw recently in Africa that they have, were sending around a notice to some people and saying, you know, for your company, do you have anybody in your company or where you're working that may want to hire some remote workers from Africa. You know, I believe that that could be a trend which will happen between Africa, Philippines, India, and other places, that a lot of remote work will go there, especially today in this world where so many people want to work remotely anyways, that companies might start to say, well, you know, I can hire three people in Africa for what I had for one person in the United States, or I can hire 10 people there. The whole part of the remote work may start to drive this more, this impact sourcing or this impact outsourcing into some of these other countries. Yeah, there are, of course, some challenges with this. And I can tell you firsthand, the most obvious is whether or not uh, these vulnerable communities can perform the task as well as in other parts of the world. And that really becomes, you know, one of the biggest challenges. Yes, you want to help somebody. Yes, you want to make a difference. But are they able to do it? You know, and, and even if it's something like in manufacturing, for example, we could take my field of home furnishing or home decor. Africa could be a great place, maybe eventually, that could do some things like baskets or other things. But do they have the knowledge? Do they have the machinery? Do they have the cartons that you can even be able to pack the baskets well? Do they have the shipping? Do they have the containers going in and out of the port? All of those things are questions that need to be asked as to whether or not something like this type of product would work in a place like Africa. Or would you know, these workers, do they have the skills? Will they be able to really be able to fit in and do what you need them to do? Because they're, you know impact sourcing is not about you giving charity to somebody and just saying, I'm just going to pay you because you're a vulnerable person. And whether you work or not, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's not what impact sourcing is about. Impact sourcing is about hiring somebody who is able to do the work, but at the same time, you're helping to build up their lives. That's what impact sourcing is about. So that's why impact sourcing needs to make sense for a company. If it will become an issue of, of cost and quality and even the quantity uh, that they can receive. So they have to really be able to make sense for the company itself. It has to make sense for the, the supply chain. We really believe that companies should look to embrace impact sourcing if they can. And here are some of our basic reasons why. Number one, it promotes social responsibility. Social responsibility, I believe, has become more and more important for many companies and corporations to be able to look at. 
it also gives economic empowerment. It helps these vulnerable groups to have more economic power. It can be positive for your brand image. If you want to build a more positive brand image, this could be a way that you could build a positive brand image is through your impact sourcing. It could help your um, employee morale and retention. You know that um, some of these employees may be so grateful to have a job, it may help with the overall morale. It can give you some diverse perspectives. You may be hiring people from different backgrounds. It may give you a different perspective on some things, which could help. Um, it can help you be able to access untapped talent, talent that you didn't know was there before. Um, many times, many governments may give you some incentive if you do some impact sourcing. It can help build stronger communities in these places. It can also be very cost-effective for you, and it can give your company long-term sustainability. You know, we've written a blog on this entitled Impact Sourcing and Why It's Important, and we, we're going to put a link into our podcast so if you'd like to be able to look at the blog, you'll be able to. We really are great believers in impact sourcing. It is something which we have believed in for a long time. We'd like to thank you as being part of our Global Trade Gal podcast. We'd like to thank you as being part of our community. Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to us. We'd love to have you join with us all the time. We'd like to thank our technical team, especially Rico, for helping to make this all possible. Thank you all so much. Mm-hmm.